Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Are you all good? I really, really hope so. <laughs> wow, it is Friday. Who has got that Friday feeling? Me. <laughs> we are going home tomorrow. Um, so we are going to be in the car tomorrow. But until then, we've got another whole day ahead of us. So all exciting stuff. Uh, right. What have we got planned for today? Well, now, first of all, OK, um, I apologised the other day because um, they had added a, uh, an interact button and I hadn't seen it. I didn't know it was there. So uh, when people were sending messages in, um, it seemed as though I was ignoring you. So and I wasn't. It was just that I didn't realise that the button was there. However... Now I'm going to apologise because they've either taken it off altogether or they've moved it somewhere different and I don't know where it is. So um, if you still have the interact button or the reply button, um, let me know because I don't know where it is. I'm going to I've tried going into everywhere and I just can't find it so <sighs> I am not ignoring you again um if you know uh if you don't if you hit if you can send me a message and you do and I don't reply it is simply because I don't know how to they've taken it all away and changed things about again <gasps> oh I don't know anyway Right, let's start off with the eight questions of the quiz. And let's see how many of them you have got. Right, so to, no, not, yeah, I'm just going to give you the eight questions again. And then on Sunday, I'll give you the answers. So, number one was... What is the seventh month of the year? Ooh. <laughs> Number two. What is a shape with three sides? <sighs> I reckon it's a circle. What do you think? <laughs> Number three. What do you call a picture that shows your bones. Hmm. And number four, in which country is the Great Barrier Reef? I know some of you will be definitely be able to get that one because you live in the country. <laughs> so question five, what colour is the middle stripe of the French flag? And question six, who did Alice follow down the rabbit hole? Ooh. 
And question seven, almost there, is how many legs does a butterfly have? Ooh. And question eight, very lastly, what are baby goats called? Well, there you go. <gasps> Fancy that. Now, we have a question from, where are we? Verity. So, that's an impossible question. Uh, let's see whether it really is an impossible question. Hmm. She wants to know how long would it take to count to infinity? Ooh, infinity and beyond. <laughs> so, here goes. Try counting up to ten by saying each number out loud. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Well, how long did it take? <laughs> if you kept going and counted one number every second without ever stopping to sleep, so I don't think you could do it, um, it would take you about 11 and a half days to count up to a million. Counting to a billion would take almost 32 years, and that's with no sleep. I think I'd have lost count by then. And counting to a trillion would take almost 32,000 years. But even if you were an immortal robot calculator that could keep counting forever, it would be impossible to count to infinity. Because infinity isn't really a number. It's just a way to describe something that goes on forever, ever and ever. So the natural numbers that we count with are infinite. So no matter how large a number you think of, you could always add one more. And it's impossible to count up to the end of something that goes on forever. There you go. But luckily, we don't need to. If we know it's possible to say every number, but that there is no end to these numbers, then as soon as we start to count, we are technically counting towards infinity. So there you go. Can't actually count to infinity because infinity isn't actually a number. So you can't just say one, two, three, four, five, infinity. Doesn't work like that because it's not a number. But you are counting towards infinity every time you start to count because the numbers are infinite. And infinity just means it goes on and on and on, a bit like me. <laughs> it goes on forever. 
Um, so there you go. That is the answer to your question, Verity. So well done, because that's a brilliant question. Um, so I would like to tell you about a fun invention. It's a fun fact, but it's also an invention. Okay, so did you know, for instance, that there used to be a thing called a baby cage? Hmm, can you imagine putting a baby in a cage nowadays? But it was developed in the 1930s and it was for people who lived in high-rise flats and wanted to give their darlings some fresh air and sunshine by putting them in a cage and hanging them out of the window. Oh, honestly, that is so true. You can look it up on the internet and it will show you a picture of a baby cage. And really lucky children got one with a roof on to keep out the rain, snow and bird poop. <laughs> oh my goodness me. So imagine being a baby in the 1930s and being put in a cage and hung out of the window. It's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Well, we know it's Friday and we know it's the 12th of May already. We're nearly halfway through May. My birthday is next month. Woohoo! So exciting. So let's have a look. What day is it today? Apart from being Friday, it is International Nurses Day. If you know any nurses, go up to them, pat them on the back and say, well done. It's your day today. It's also Shades Day. So as in sunglasses. Uh, so wear your sunglasses today. <laughs> National Nutty Fudge Day. I love fudge. Fudge is one of my favourite things i do love fudge after chocolate of course <laughs> um it's national public gardens day so i think um you know the uh gardens that um they open i mean big houses stately homes they open them open their gardens to the public so that they can go around and have a look at all the beautiful flowers and hedges and all sorts of things and ponds um, I'd love a pond in my garden. So, uh, also National Limerick Day. Now, limericks are um, like funny poems. Um, very funny poems. <laughs> and uh, they're sometimes quite rude. So, um, I don't really know any limericks. But I'm sure if you asked mummy or daddy, they might be able to find one that's not quite so rude <laughs> and it is national now this is a big word fibromyalgia awareness day um and this is a uh, something that lots of um people have but 
don't get diagnosed very easily. So um, some people suffer with it for a long, long time before something gets done. And it's just something that um, isn't, there isn't anything you can do. Um, and it just means that you're in lots of pain a lot of the time. So all those poor people. Oh, and it's one of the um, the hidden um, or invisible disabilities that people talk about. So that is all the days. Not really that many today, is there? So, it's going to be a beautiful day today. And you know what I'm going to do? Going to the pub for lunch. We're going to have a pub meal. Ooh, so exciting. <laughs> I never go to the pub. Um, so, yes, I'm looking forward to that. And then we're going to uh, my auntie's. Um, oh, going to my auntie's this afternoon. And we are, what else are we doing? Um, no, not a lot. That's it. Uh, we'll be packing the car, I expect. So, I don't know. Anyway, what shall we read today? Shall we read Daisy and the Trouble with Coconuts? I think so. We are on chapter five. So here goes. Chapter five. It was a really hot day on Saturday, so getting dressed after breakfast took hardly any time at all. I was sure the fun fair would be full of bright colours, so I decided to wear my brand new orange shorts plus my brightest coloured t-shirt and brightly coloured socks. Uh, Mum said I looked a bit clashy, but I didn't care. I think orange, purple and green go really well together. Once I was dressed, I went into the lounge to practice my screaming. Gabby had told me that some of the rides at funfairs are so good. You can't stop screaming from the moment you get on. Well, the trouble with practicing screaming is I'm too good at it. Mum said if I wanted to practice my screaming, I should go and do it outside in the garden. But after about oh, five screams, our neighbour Mrs Pike told me that I should practice in the shed. With the door shut. So I did. Except Tiptoes was sleeping in the wheelbarrow. And the trouble with screaming when tiptoes is asleep in the wheelbarrow is... It doesn't just wake him up. It makes him go totally loopy. I mean, one minute he was curled up in the wheelbarrow. The next minute he was halfway up the wall. And then the other wall. And then almost across the ceiling. 
I wouldn't have screamed if I'd known he was there, but it was so dark in the shed and there's no way I could see a cat curled up in the shadows. Oh, that's the trouble with cats. If they were fluorescent, um, if they wore fluorescent pyjamas when they went to sleep, they'd be so much easier to see. By the time I'd opened the door to let Tiptoes out, he'd knocked over the flower pots, the rake, the watering can, the spade, the fork, oh, plus all the seed packets that were on the highest up shelf. And guess who had to pick them all up? Oh no, it wasn't Tiptoe. Oh, yes, it was me. If you ask me, if a cat wants to curl up and go to sleep in a wheelbarrow, he should get his own shed to sleep in. And his own wheelbarrow. Or at least wear glow-in-the-dark pyjamas. Or even learn to snore loudly. It was only when I was suddenly stretching up high to put the seed packets back. Oh, that I suddenly forgave tiptoes for everything. Because of all my high up, really, really high up stretching and stretching, it suddenly reminded me of something really important that Dylan had told me at school. If you're going to go to a fun fair, you need to wear your highest shoes. Ooh. Well, let's have a look. Shall we read chapter six and find out why you need to read uh, wear high shoes? So chapter six, Dylan is the coolest boy I know. He's two years older than me, which means he's really experienced. Plus, he lives two doors away from me in a house with a three-time doorbell. And he's got a pet snake called Shooter. How cool is that? At first, when Dylan told me that I needed to wear my highest shoes to the fun fair on Saturday, I thought he was joking. But Dylan is far too cool to do jokes. Sometimes Dylan is too cool to even smile. According to Dylan, some of the rides at a fun fair are so dangerous and so death-defying, you have to be over a 140 centimetres to go on them. And the trouble is, I'm only 134 centimetres tall. <sighs> well, the trouble with being 134 centimetres tall is that if you want to go on all the rides you need to find an extra six centimetres from somewhere. Trouble is I didn't really know where to look. 
when I asked my mum on Saturday morning what I needed to eat if I wanted to grow six centimetres in two hours. She wasn't very helpful at all. You could try eating some giraffe burgers, she laughed. I don't know why she was laughing, because it wasn't a very funny thing to say. Plus, I couldn't try eating giraffe burgers because we don't have any giraffe burgers in our freezer. We don't even have any cow burgers in our freezer anymore because my new super health conscious mum has suddenly decided that things that taste really nice, like burgers, aren't very good for me. <sighs> or chicken nuggets. According to my mum, it's time I started putting some healthier things inside me, like fish without breadcrumbs and broccoli without tomato sauce. Mum watches far too much telly, if you ask me. Plus, she's useless at helping to find extra centimetres. The trouble with Putting on your mum's high heels is, if she sees you, she'll make you take them straight off. The trouble with wearing two pairs of shoes at once is the first pair keeps falling off. The trouble with sellotaping books to the bottom of your shoes is the sellotape unsticks after about six steps and um, plus if the books belong to your mum uh, she gets a bit cross um, especially if she hasn't read them yet <sighs> which means you still need to find another six centimetres from somewhere in the end my mum convinced me I didn't need to find six centimetres from anywhere. She said I wasn't going to a theme park where the rides are massive. I was going to a travelling funfair where the rides would be much smaller and not that death-defying at all. Which was a bit disappointing really because I wanted all the rides at the funfair to be as deathly death-defying as possible. Mum said if I wanted to do something deathly death-defying, then I should try tidying my bedroom. Which wasn't funny either. Then she said that there would be more than enough rides for me to go on at the fun fair, more than enough rides for Nanny and Grampy to waste their money on, and more than enough rides to make me feel sick. Which meant that 134 centimetres would be ample. And actually, she was right. For once. She isn't usually right about anything. She's usually always wrong. But I still put three pairs of socks on, just in case. <laughs> well, there you have it. Chapters five and six of Daisy and the Trouble with Coconuts. So, 
maybe tomorrow or maybe another day we will find out what happens when she gets picked up and taken to the fair. <laughs> so don't forget, if you are trying to send me messages and you still have the button that you need, please let me know where it is because I no longer have it or I no longer can see it anyway. Um, so I don't want to ignore your messages. You can still send me them on uh, a voice message here, um, on here, or you can send me an email, um, or you can send me them on Messenger on Facebook. So please, um, don't stop sending me messages just because they've taken my little button away. <laughs> um, and I will see you all again tomorrow before I go home. <gasps> oh, so make sure that you have a lovely, lovely day. Make sure that you stay safe. No, no, I've got it the wrong way round. Make sure you take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Okay, so bye for now.